Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. It's my pleasure to announce the 2020 winner of her trophy, the Leon Dreisaitl. Leon Dreisaitl hammers it home. Nugent Hopkins and Yamamoto with the helpers. Dylan Holloway, University of Wisconsin. We have a star in the making right now for the Edmonton Oilers. Now we've got a wild scrum with fights breaking out all over the place. Jason's looking like he's picking the right time to get hot here. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers. We're a really good team. Um, you know, we know that. And just trying to go out there and show that every game. I'm James Neal. Start on this. Jajar Kara from your Edmonton Oilers. This is the battle of Alberta we've been waiting for for three decades. Archibald Richard scores! Mike Smith, Leon Dreisaitl. This is Conor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. On. Unbelievable. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-O. What a stop made by Miko Koskinen. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official station of your Edmonton Oilers. 630 Chad. It's Christmas time. There's no need to be afraid. Christmas time, we let in light and we vanish it. And in our world of plenty, we can spread a smile of joy. For your arms around the world at Christmas time. But say a prayer. Welcome, everybody. Bob Stauffer joining you along with Cody Jansen. 
This is Oilers Now, the Wednesday, December 23rd edition. Band-Aid opening up the show. Don't they know it's Christmas from 1984? That actually preceded U2's sort of arrival after Live Aid in 1985. So some of the bigger stars back then were Paul Young, the guys from Duran Duran with one of the greatest legendary videos of all time. Not necessarily the one that you saw, but girls on film from back in the day. And, uh, yeah, they let her rip. But uh, Bono and uh, Bruce Springsteen with the uh, American version, USA for Africa, with the big resonant uh, tone, letting her rip. This is Oilers Now. We'll have some fun on today's show. Lots to get to. Oilers Now is brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Hugh Porter and the staff at Digitex want to wish you a happy holidays. A reminder, buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Lots to get to. We will have a couple clips coming up with Kyle Turris, who made an appearance uh, on Reed Wilkins' Inside Sports last night. We'll tell you, the, the players are on the ice basically 10.30 to 12.30 each day, which doesn't do us a lot of good here in Oilers now, but it's not about us. Uh, they're skating over at Native Course, the World Junior Championship, Canada and Russia at 4 o'clock today. That one is on TSN television. And uh, so, uh, anyhow, we will have Kyle Turris, some clips coming up from him. Our regular Wednesday contributors to the show from NHL Network, Brian Lawton. From the Cult of Hockey, David Staples. John Shannon, our NHL insider. And a 147, Natalie Minkler from the Edmonton Oilers Community Foundation. Here is how you get hold of us. You can reach us at any time on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline. It's 780-496-0063. The River Cree Resort and Casino. Their staff want to wish you... Uh, happy holidays. And you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Ashley Fine Floors, ready for your kids' pregame warm-up. Right into our top story. Brought to you by Legacy Heating and Cooling. Enjoy no payments and no interest for one year on new furnace purchases. We will tell you that the NHL schedule will be coming out later today, maybe 1 o'clock-ish Edmonton time, so 1 o'clock Mountain Time. Meanwhile, Darren Dreger from TSN, one of the most plugged-in men in hockey, tweeted out about an hour ago, the NHL could have an answer from the five provinces involved in league discussions later today. Sources say provincial reps met on Monday, and again this morning, they are expected to respond to the NHL slash NHLPA as a group, which is viewed as encouraging by some clubs. Now, uh, I'm, I'm going to suggest that the majority of you know this because you have to be, if you didn't know it before, you know it now as a result of what we've gone through this year with uh, COVID-19 and the pandemic. Um, the provinces are responsible for the standards that are set. And uh, the NHL has a very strict uh, testing protocol that is in place uh, for the return to play, which would see the players get tested every day, as well as teams... Uh, traveling on private charter, uh, limited private charter, may I add, and uh, and then obviously going from the charter to the hotel, uh, not expected to eat out, and not, none of the regular benefits that guys like Jack and myself have experienced uh, over the last several years. This is going to be a very uh, a different time. We're living in a different time, and I already know that there's you know people saying, well, my 10-year-old kid who plays hockey can't play hockey. Why should NHL players uh, be allowed to play hockey? Well, some of it might have to do with the fact 
that they're getting tested every day. And they're basically in phase protocols as we speak. I mean, the players, several of whom are now back in town, they're over at Nate right now skating. Uh, and that's where training camp's going to be starting January 3rd. So we'll see where this goes this afternoon. But Darren Drager's tweet again, the NHL can have an answer from the five provinces involved in the league discussion later today. Sources say provincial reps met Monday. And again this morning, they're expected to respond to the NHL. NHLPA is a group which is viewed as encouraging by some clubs. I know there's a lot of debate on this. We talked about the different... You know, you can fly commercially in Canada right now without being tested. Uh, here you have a situation where an entire group is being tested on a daily basis. And frankly, the NHL has the advantage of learning from what happened this season uh, with uh, college football as well as maybe more specifically with the National Football League. Um, so we will... Uh, continue to monitor that situation even during the course of the afternoon could be a real good time here as to uh, what's going to transpire uh for uh the league and all canadian division i know a lot of you are really pumped up about that so we'll continue again this is something that could break during the course of the next hour and 45 minutes of the show here bob Stoffer with you along with cody jansen we will now head into the orders now audio vault as promised uh uh, just a quick thought. Kyle Turris coming back into Edmonton or coming to Edmonton. The Oilers Now Audio Vault brought to you by Direct Workwear, supporting local and Canadian manufacturers in Edmonton and online at directworkwear.com. Frank and the staff at Direct Workwear want to wish you a happy holidays. Here's Kyle Turris from Inside Sports. He commented on his relationship with Oilers head coach Dave Tippett. I am really looking forward to working with him and, and I think him as a person is just he's a good person and, and he's honest. And those are two very important traits to have in, in somebody that is kind of leading your group from a, a coaching standpoint. because um, those are two things that, that players want to play for. Um, and then, you know, just what he brings from a, a general standpoint is experience. You know, he's He's got so much experience from being a player and, and from coaching for so long that he's seen so many different situations and coached so many different styles and players. And um, I mean, like you said, the, the success the special teams had last year and, and how much success the team had in general um, is a direct reflection of, of what he brought and, and uh, something to build off of going into this all right, that is Kyle Turris of the Edmonton Oilers. This will be a real interesting uh, time for him. He has had success in the first season with the new organization. When he got moved from Arizona to the Ottawa Senators, he took a major step forward. Uh, and then when he got traded from Ottawa to Nashville, he was very good once he went to Nashville. And an opportunity here uh, in Edmonton. I would say that Kyle Turris is going to play in every situation. Uh, we know he's going to most likely center the third line. I fully expect him to be on the second unit power play. Uh, he scored a lot of goals as a right shot off the left shot uh, half wall when he was a member of the Ottawa Senators organization on their power play, albeit he was on their first unit power play at that time. Um, and I think he's going to be killing penalties. He might even be killing penalties with a guy like yes a Paul Yarby. I know many of you have got Paul Yarby slotted in the second unit power play for Edmonton. Uh but I think you know if I was Paul Yarby and I came into the situation with the Oilers trying to carve out a niche for myself, I might volunteer to PK. Could see three forward PK units. Case in point. Uh maybe we have Gaytan Haas as an example or theoretically Jujar Kara maybe with 
Josh Archibald. Could have Ryan Nugent Hopkins with Kyler Yamamoto. And then could have Kyle Turris with Yessa Poliarvi. This would limit the amount of minutes that both McDavid and Drysaddle are playing. Uh, Drysaddle would obviously remain an option. He's very good in five-on-three situations. And, you know, has probably been the Oilers' best face-off man over the last couple of seasons. And I realize Sheehan had a higher percentage stretches last year. Uh, but anyhow, you get the deal. The five-on-three, three-on-five, Leon was pretty good last year. Back to some more thoughts from Kyle Turris. He had this to say in the Canadian division and rivalries. I think it's going to be awesome. I'm I'm really excited about it. I mean, to to play 56 interdivisional games against all Canadian teams is like a dream come true. It's uh, it's it's going to be a lot of fun, and it's going to be very competitive. And like you said, there's going to be a lot of bad blood and rivalries that that gets set up. I mean, obviously the battle of Alberta is already a, a big one, but I mean, you play, play the teams in the division nine or 10 times. It's, it's going to get real ugly over the course of the year. And it's, uh, it's going to be more like old time hockey. Well, and that's going to be very intriguing to see Edmonton, of course, gets Calgary and Vancouver 10 separate times this season. I would have a feeling that they're going to hate them. Uh, you know, by the time the regular season gets finished again, we're expecting the league to release the schedule sometime around 1 o'clock Edmonton time today. Now, the league also made an announcement yesterday, and, and here's the deal. you got to kind of pick your, your spots when you're complaining about officials. One of my things is I think at times Connor McDavid doesn't get beneficial calls because he fights through it and he doesn't fake. He doesn't induce calls by being a bit of a diver going old school Bill Barber on you. Um, the offside rule is, you know, was tricky, I think a little bit confusing. And as a rule of thumb, if I was to educate a, a, a male or female player that's maybe 12 to 16 years of age, that's pretty good. Uh, I would say respect the officials. That's one of the reasons why I like rugby. You know, we've joked about it before. Soccer is a gentleman's game played by hooligans. Rugby is a hooligans game played by gentlemen. And part of the reason why rugby uh, has uh, that gentleman-like reputation is because of how the conduct occurs between the officials and the players. Like in soccer, you literally see the players chase the officials around. In uh, rugby, that is not accepted. And I would suggest to you that you get more calls in hockey if you take the high road. Um, I do think there's some officials that could maybe have a little bit thicker skin. But when it comes to the offside rule, I just kind of left it alone in the course of the broadcast. Because to me, at times... Frankly, it was, all right, I'll just defer to what they go with because the the line was pretty fine. There was a change in it yesterday, and Kyle Turris had this to say on the offside rule tweak. I think it's great. I do. I think it's going to change uh, a lot of scoring because, it, I mean, it, it happens so often now where plays are so tight. And, you know, it, I'm, I'm glad they're doing it because it, it kind of – takes pressure off the officials to be um, making very difficult calls at the lines um, that they're just tough to see. You know, if a, a linesman is on the near side boards and the puck carriers on the near blue line and a guy on the far, far side of the blue line is crossing right at the same time. And the linesman's unsure if he has his skate 
uh, dragged or not. It just makes for a, a difficult situation where, you know, I've seen sometimes where the linesman calls it an, an offside, even though technically when you ran it back, it, it wasn't offside based off the rules. So it just, it, I think it's good because it, the prior or the previous rule kind of put them in a tough situation and, and this kind of alleviates that for them. And then ultimately I think it's going to increase scoring because there's so many tight plays like that, um, that occur every game. And, and I think it's gonna, I think it's gonna boost scoring, which is a good thing in a, a league where it's difficult to score goals. There was a goal disallowed in Nashville a couple of years ago. Uh, Jujar Kara had a boot just off the ice at the blue line, and it was so minuscule. And that's kind of what he's talking about. This was all part of the release that was finalized detailing the medical protocols and transition rules for the NHL's return to play yesterday. The league and the Players Association announced a change to the offside rule as written in the league's officiating handbook. The often exasperating NHL rule number 83 now states that a player will be considered on or offside based on the plane of the blue line, which shall extend from the leading edge of the blue line upwards. This means that a player's position in space and no longer simply their point of contact with the ice will be considered when making calls on the ice and when examining offside rules. Whether technology is in place to efficiently imagine and implement the vertical plane now being used to determine the legality of the player's position within the review process remains to be seen. If not, there will still be a degree of interpretation involved and remain a work in progress. It has been since the offside rule was first implemented. And the offside rule was implemented as a result of the fact that the uh, linesman missed a play involving Matthew Shane, where he was about 10 feet off offside on a goal. But uh, anyhow, I, I put it this way. I think common sense is kind of prevailing here. That's the point. If the player looks like he's offside on the play, he's probably offside on the play. Conversely, you know what I mean? And if he's just got his, if he's just touching, you know what I'm saying here. It, it's been a, a conf, confusing, uh, conflicting, uh, perspective from the league. And it's the other leagues, you look at the National Football League, college football in the States. Part of the reason why it, the interest hasn't died there is because they've had more scoring. The games of the 70s and 80s in the NFL, the amount of offense pales in comparison to what happens today. College football obviously has the spread option offense. It used to be the old three yards in a cloud of dust in the Big Ten. And now you have wide open games that end up, you know, what was the score between Alabama and Florida this week? 52 to 46. It was a track meet. It was exciting and electrifying to watch. We want, how many of us listening right now, uh, how many of you out there listening right now and winners now grew up maybe in the 1980s? And watched games that were, you know, 10-6, 8-4, 8-5 with three or four fights. Well, we don't have as much fighting, but it'd be nice to get the goals back up. We saw a little bit of an increase last year, and we shouldn't, you know, have rules in place that take more offense away. So if Kyle Turris says it's going to create more offense and create more goals, I think that's a better situation. And I think the majority of you out there would agree, and you can text us at any time on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. 
you rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When we come back in Oilers Now, Cody Jansen will get to NHL today for elite promotional marketing. This is Oilers Now. All right, you can text us on the Ashley Five Floors text line. Mike from Calgary says, listening to Kyle Turris talk, Bob, is a breath of fresh air. He sounds like a smart, mature dude. Can't wait for the season to start. Merry Christmas, oil country, from Mike in Calgary. The Fizzler says, Bob, if you've been restrained regarding officiating for the past few years, I'd be intrigued to hear you unrestrained. The Fizzler adds, uh, I hope you guys have a great Christmas and New Year's. Well, we are going to be on the air, uh, back on the air on the 29th. Uh, Bob, another great show. Uh, from Bear, the ETS bus driver. I played rugby for 15 years, and we'd kick the crap out of each other for 90 minutes, then party together. It was awesome. Merry Christmas to all you and the Chad crew. Uh, I remember working the women's rugby championships for the uh, what was then the uh, CIS Nationals, and it was in an absolute snowstorm. And I'm telling you right now, those women were tough. And they, they love sport and they just went after it and played, but they respected the official. That's the thing. Every time I watch the All Blacks, you know, or the Springboks or whatever, love it. Love it. Love it. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's great stuff. Uh, into NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, wishing you and yours a safe and happy holiday season and the best in the ne- uh, new year. Head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. Here's Cody Jansen. Bunch of signings over the past 24 hours, Bob. Uh, Nashville locked up both Eric Halla and Mikhail Granlund. 32-year-old Michael Froelich inked a one-year deal in Montreal. Tampa locked up youngsters Matthew Joseph and Alex Volkov. Mackenzie Blackwood, goalie of the future here, got a three-year deal from the Devils. And Connor Sheary's going to be in D.C. this winter. On the coaching side of things, the Canucks have hired Jason King as an assistant. Some news out of the OHL this morning. They're going to be pushing back the start once again to their 2021 season. They were hoping to get things going on February 4th, and on the injury front, wow. Chicago Blackhawks forward Alex Nylander is expected to miss four to six months after undergoing knee surgery. The Chiseler out of Vegas says Texas on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Bob, I'm not a hooligan, draconian, thick-skinned, just having fun with this text. I heard Mr. Misty preceded, or Mr. Misty, Mr. Misters, uh, Curie preceded your arrival on the piers in Huntington, Newport Beaches, circa 1986-87. Can you, uh, neither confirm nor deny that? Well, you said don't do it either way, so I won't. Look for Team Canada to hoist at the juniors. If they didn't know this, Bob, you know it now. Happy holidays to everybody up in oil country from the Chisler, a.k.a. the voice from the past. That's your hint. All right. We'll head off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. And when we come back at 1235 from the state of hockey from the NHL Network, Brian Lawton. This is Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.